the first WPA, like, art project was a mural in City Hall in Chicago. Um, again, it was, it started in 1936 and it was completed in 1937. It's by Edward Millman. And, um, in 1936, when Edward Millman was the state director of mural projects for the FAP, he was commissioned to convert a blank 400 square foot wall in the city hall offices of the former Bureau of Water into a 10 by 27 fresco that would portray the importance of water in humanity. The Blessings of Water was completed in 1937. The right side of this narrative mural portrays the suffering caused by lack of water and the miserable rural setting caused by the Dust Bowl. On the contrary, the left side is a celebration of the life that water abundance permits. So yeah, it's basically like, it's all about water, and on one side, it's everybody is suffering because there isn't enough. And then on the left side, they're all rejoicing. The next mural, or I guess art piece, is the Independence Park mural. So again, it's in Chicago. It was by the same administration, the WPA. It was started in 1937 and was completed in 1937. Um, it is by M.R. Decker. So, the Federal Arts Project section of the New Deal program employed men and women with different artist, artistic talents for depictions of American life that would be on display in federal buildings and newly built buildings. Although the Independence Park Fieldhouse uh, was not a new development, a WPA painting by M.R. Decker was created for display in the Fieldhouse Auditorium in 1937 a few years after the 22 independent park agencies of Chicago formed to become the Chicago Park District. This painting is titled Spirit of 1776 and depicts two Union soldiers, one holding the hand of a woman in white with a crown of flowers around her head and the other lying dead with his hand over his heart, all while the American flag is waving in the background. The words, May Spirit of 76 Live On, adorn the bottom of the painting. The historic painting's recent conservation cost the Chicago Conservation Center $18,000. So yeah, it's a woman, and she's standing over a man, and he's dead, and she's crying. And there's a flag, like, kind of intertwined as it waves with them. The next thing we had to do was to kind of research an artist uh, who worked for the WPA. And I chose Jackson Pollock because I really, really, really liked his art style. Um, he was born in Wyoming and grew up in California. What he paints is like just, it's like splattered paint and like drips, but it's all in a very specific way. Um, so he did something kind of like the drip and splash style, but in addition to the drip and splash style, the all-over method of painting is also one which is tied to Jackson Pollock and many of the artworks he created. This art form avoids any clear and distinct points of emphasis or any identifiable parts within the canvas being used to create a piece. The designs and images which were created using this style of painting really had no relation to the size of the canvas that was worked on. 
The lack of dimensions and disregard of the size of the drawings were some unique features which this form of art captured. Many of the pieces which Jackson Pollock created followed this style, required him to trim or crop the canvas in order for the image to fit in and to work with the overall features from the art.